0: It's time to stop watching for the end of the world and begin to live the abundant life. Are you getting it? Quit looking to the end and look for abundant life. If we're always looking for the end, we're never going to find where God is. God's not in this thing of death and destruction. He's in life. He's the giver of life. He's the giver of hope. He's the giver of restoration. He's not trying to tell you how bad you are. He's trying to tell you what you can accomplish what you can do, who you can be. You say, well, Bishop, I'm over the hill. No, 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 you're just tunneling through it. And you will accomplish great things. It's time to stop basing our lives on the evening news. And a lot of people live by that. That is their rule. That is what they live by. That's what they gauge their life is all about the news. And I'm going to tell you, the news is biased. And I'll tell you why. They don't believe in the power of Jesus Christ. But Rick told me something I didn't, I didn't know. He said that by the year 2035, churches we know it will not be here no more. And I concur with that because I've heard other people talk about it. And pa- Pastor Kenny spoke up and he said that's what they want to happen. Why? Because they want to control. The world wants to control But let me tell you, good news is I don't follow the evening news. I don't base my life on the evening news. I base my life on the living word. So I would ask this question to you today. Are we watchers or are we workers? Because this is important to the message of faith. Are you a watcher or are you a worker? I'm going to take you to 2 Samuel for those that are helping me here today. 2 Samuel 22. Verse 29 through 31 in the King James Version. The Bible says, For thou art my lamp. You're my lamp, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. How many people know God's going to lighten your darkness? God's going to help you see what you have not seen and experience things you have not experienced. And go places you've never gone before. You say, No, that's myth. No, it's not myth. It is reality. For thou art a lamp, O Lord, and the Lord will lighten my darkness. For by thee, listen to what the the writer writes. For by thee I have run through a troop. That's the faith of God, the power of God. For by thee I have run through a troop. By my God I have leaped over a wall. This is David. He did it. He was a mighty warrior. And he attributes it all to God. I've run through a troop. And by my God I've leaped over a wall. That means the faith. As for God, his way is perfect. The word of the Lord is tried. The word of the Lord is tried. He is a buckler. Now let me tell you what that word means. When he says he is a buckler, he means he is my defense or my protector. So make no mistake of it. If you're a child of God, you've got somebody on your side who will fight for you, who will defend you, who will protect you. He'll uphold you with his right hand of righteousness. So he is a buckler, defense or protector. To all them that what? That's talking about faith. You're not going to get anything without faith. I won't get into it now, but without faith, the Bible says, it's impossible to please God, so why would any preacher preach about anything else but that? Because I want to please God. Second Samuel 22:31 in the New Living NLT2. I'll just read that one. God's way is perfect. I'm just giving you another translation. God's way is perfect. All the Lord's promises prove true. He is a shield for all who look to him. For protection. How many of you look to the Lord for protection? In order for a child of God to move beyond flesh, we must develop this faith that to me is it's decisive. It's not just wishy watch. It's a decisive faith. And when you know, I want to bring this back to you. The definition of decisive is having the ability to make decisions, settling an issue, producing a definite result. Decisive. What is this about? If we want a decisive result, it's ability to make up your mind firmly and quickly. When it comes to faith, you must, say must, you must make up your mind firmly and quickly. That's faith. So if I'm going to have decisive faith or complete faith, it's the opposite of being wishy-washy the Bible I could take you to more scriptures where he says if you if you're wishy-washy you're like the waves of the sea and you're tossed to and fro so it's the opposite of being wishy-washy in other words quit looking here we go back to this we need to quit looking at the end and start seeing a fresh start a new beginning and I'm going to tell you something Floyd that takes faith It takes faith not to hear people tell you, my God, the world's falling apart. Well, let me just go on record as saying the world may fall apart. The skies may fall. The earth may be shattered. My family may turn against me. My friends may not love me. But my God will not fail. He will never fail. Never fail. Never fail. Faith is believing the impossible. Because it's not impossible to you. Faith, as the Bible says, is a substance. And hear this clearly. Faith is a substance that has its mind made up in reference to God's promises. If God has said it, I believe it, I accept it, that ends it. That's what Pastor Kenny was saying today. He trusted God. He was on death's door. He's about to go. He knows he's going. But he said, I'm not going to go to the hospital. God, this is your call. I'd also caution you, don't do that unless you believe like he believes. He said, I am not going to do that. And then he had an angelic experience. His angels will help you. They are the messengers. So faith is a substance that has its mind made up in reference to God's promises. I know it's going to happen. Why do I trust God then? Why do I have faith in him? Because he is a determined Decisive God. If he says it, he means what he says. If he speaks a word, that word comes to pass. And this being the case of his nature, we should walk in that same attitude a faith that's unwavering. And that's what pleases him. Let me say it this way. If you have decisive faith, you'll get decisive results every single time. And I have to remind myself of that too. Have you ever gotten really down? I mean, you get down and you think, man, I, just, I don't think I can make it. And then you have to remind yourself the Word of God. What He's promised me, Bobby. What He's promised me, Brother Perez. What He's promised me. So if I have decisive faith, I'll get decisive results. God's Word is sure. And his word, everybody say his word, works all the time, every time. Let's go back to Isaiah 55 verse 11 in the King James Version. Isaiah 55 verse 11. So shall my word be that goes forth out of my mouth. It shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please. And it shall prosper in the thing whereunto I send it. Why did you read that verse, Bishop? Exactly what he said there, it works for you too. Say, it works for me too. And I mean that with all my heart. I've watched God do some things that people said that's impossible. I said, yeah, well, you just got to know God's involved in this. The Bible says in Hebrews 11 verse 1, But now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. If you see it, it's not, you don't have to have faith. For it by the elders, by it, the elders obtain a good report. Through faith we understand that the worlds were framed by the word of God. How was the world framed? By the, by the word of God. So that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. In other words, it didn't come like you think it came. Right. So I have to have this faith. Yeah. Decisive. It's got to be steadfast faith. It's a faith that is durable. What kind of faith is it? It's a durable faith. A faith that stands the test. Because faith talking about it with no test is no proof. Faith with no test is no proof. If a friend says to you, I'll stick with you, brother, no matter where, sister, I'll I'll never leave you nor forsake you. It don't mean anything until it's put to, you've heard that before, Tim? It don't work, does it? It don't mean anything until you put it to the It has to stand the test. Everybody say steadfast. A steadfast faith is being persuaded that God is more than able that it shall come to pass. And you've heard me preach and pray for you. And it shall come to pass. And it shall come to pass. That's the way I pray for you. When I pray for you, I say, and it shall come to pass. You say, do you believe that, Bishop? Listen, if God is in it, it will come to pass. So what is this thing about being steadfast? It means, by definition, firmly loyal or constant. Can I ask you a question? Y'all, y'all don't mind talking to me today. How many things in your life do you know that fits this description? Firmly loyal or constant? That's right. Probably your dog. Because anything else in your life that you put your trust in, you better be careful the Bible, clear on that. Don't put your trust in the arm of flesh. Some people trust the arm of flesh when they do the hand of God. I came to church this morning driving. I'm thinking, oh, God, something good's going to happen today. I said, God, I know that there's been circumstances come on the planet Earth that looks negative, but you're going to take that which is that looks bad, and you're going to turn it to good. Amen. Amen. Amen? So when I say steadfast, firm, or loyal, or constant, unswerving oh what the sentiment synonym of that word is faithful it's fixed or unchanging fixed or unmovable that's some kind of faith in it brother gross you just don't back off you just don't quit you say i know that my god is able let me ask you how many in here got into a situation that you needed god and he moved on your behalf let me see your hand you know what I don't have to convince you. You know what God will do. And let me tell you, it works on a daily basis, hour by hour, minute by minute, week by week. When you get up in the morning, it's the thing that will sustain you. It's the thing that will give you joy unspeakable and full of glory. Pastor, I really, really, I hear what you're saying today. And you don't know, I really want to be that kind of Christian. When we speak the word of God. It's not just me saying it. It's not just Chris saying it or Randy saying it or Floyd saying it. It's when you speak what God has said. When you speak the word of God and the promises of God. Floyd, what did you say over yourself when you were combating fourth stage lymphoma? Exactly. The word of God that talked about healing. And she constantly, 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 constantly talked about it. So, did she have to remind God? No, she had to remind herself. Because the body responds to what you're saying. I've started doing that for myself. I had to remind myself, hey, Alan, wake up. Start claiming that which you've preached so much about. Claim it. It's mine. Say it's mine. All the promises of God are what? Amen. Amen. So when we speak the Word of God, the promises of God, and it gets into our innermost being, it gets into your spirit, it's like a firebrand inside of you. Faith will start to arise and grow in those areas. Yeah, yeah. Nobody can stop it. The devil can't stop it. Your friends can't stop it. Your husband and wife can't stop it. Your children can't stop it. It's when it gets inside of you, it's burning, man. It's a hot fire. Yeah. Thank you, and as faith grows in those areas that you... And I can't name those areas. You, it may be healing. It may be finances. It may be for your business. So I'm not qualify that. But as faith grows in those areas, you will, watch this, Crystal, you will get results. How many times have you gotten results? I know you have every time. That's why she calls me in her jobs. It's not that I'm anything other than I do know the Word of God and I do understand the Word of God. And when we command a thing, it may not come the way we think it should come, but it's going to come. And thank God it didn't come the way I want it sometimes. Can anybody remember that country song? Thank God for unanswered prayers. I've lived that one, brother. Oh, let me go this. I've heard people pray for houses before. and God didn't get me in that house. And then we found out that house had terrible problems. Let's make it where we live. Or the job. He didn't let me get that job, but not, we didn't know what was going to happen on that job. Am I right, Brother Jimmy? <laughs> Jimmy Gross called me. I don't want to take all your time, but this is part of faith. He called me one day back forty years ago, thirty years ago, thirty-five. He called me. I'm driving in the car. I was on the other side of town in Alpharetta. He said, "I wasn't bishop then." He said, "I don't want to talk, ask you a question." They've offered me a great job in Charlotte. Am I right? He said, in Charlotte, North Carolina, he said, I just want to get your approval before I take it. And what do you think God is saying? I said, quickly, I didn't even, did I stutter? I said, don't do it. And he didn't. I said, because God is going to do something far greater for you than Charlotte. And you know what he did? He made him at the top echelon of ThyssenKrupp, of that great elevator company of Germany. I mean, he was all over the world. And it, it all became because God knew what was best for Jimmy Gross. Amen. And you were obedient. Bobby, that's just fact. Denise, that's just fact. So as faith grows in you, oh, God, I like this. You will get results, but watch this. Faith binds you. Everybody say binds. Faith binds you to all that God is. And all he has in store for you. God have mercy. Whoo. I felt that in my heart. God binds you. See Bobby. God binds you. To that part of faith that says you're healed. Sandra you're healed. Cheryl it may not look good now. But it's going to get better. Because God's got a better picture. I just feel good. Somebody's about to get a miracle in here. You say oh I don't believe that kind of stuff. Well don't believe it. Don't get it. But I'm telling you, from a person that was a skeptic, God's about to do something in some, some of your lives that you're going you're gonna to say, whoa, where'd that come from? Matter of fact, God is right now setting up to do something marvelous for your life. And the only way we get what God says we can have is we do what Janice just said. What did you say? I receive it. If I believe it, I receive it, I accept it, sissy, I'm going to get it. In just a moment, I'm going to call people to the altar, not because you're a sinner. Oh, you may come because you feel like you sinned and you want to ask God for forgiveness. But I'm going to call you forward for what I've been ministering on. Can we, in fact, walk in this kind of faith? Can we, Floyd? If we can, then why don't we? Oh, Bishop, I tell you what, you better close the doors of that church. You ain't going to make it. Oh, you're still, I heard somebody say you're still there. I said, well, where am I going? Until God says it's finished, it's not finished. And in your life, if God has not said it's finished, Don't quit looking at the end and start looking at the beginning. I'm tired of people telling me how bad it's going to be. Well, that's going to be bad for you. But I don't believe that it's going to be bad for the child of God that believes that he is. As in the days of the Pharaoh, they were all under a curse, but not the children of Israel in the land of Goshen. They were not touched. It's God stepping in. There's some people here today that need God to step in. Am I right? We need God to step in. I can't do it on my, on my own anymore. I can't. I can't do that. I have to have God. I need God. The truth is, if God is on our side, who's going to overthrow us? What's going to overcome us? So here's what I want to say. If you believe, that possibly this man is right. Maybe I do know the Word of God and maybe that miracle is for you. Then I'm going to ask you to come stand here with me. I'm not going to make a scene of it or a show of it. Just come stand here with me. Let's have a prayer and we'll all go home. But I'll know that I've done my job today. I'll know I've offered what God just spoke to me up here. Not not something I got yesterday, what He just spoke to me today. So if you believe that god is setting you up for something great and you need that 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 move in your life come stand here with me right now